My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched His House on Netflix. So, before we get into this podcast, my wife Carolyn... I'm sorry. ...has been sick. I'm sorry. And she's getting over it now. She's fighting through it and kicking out. But I've infected everyone in the house. (laughs) So, I am currently at the beginning stages of being sick. So, I will try my absolute best... To edit out any coughs or sniffles. There's gonna be a lot. But I'm and only I sound human. Super nasally. Yeah, I'm only human. My throat is killing me. I'm sorry. But we I, don't miss a show. I tried so hard to keep my germs to myself, but apparently I just walked all over this house sneezing on everything because everyone else got it like the same day. Licking people, probably. <sighs> sorry. It's all right. Like I said, we are very dedicated professional podcasters, and we're always here for you. But I am not a professional podcast editor. I'm a mediocre podcast editor, maybe? A novice? But I will try my best. And I'll try to sniffle and clear my throat when you're not actively talking to yes, make it, it easier for you. And if we have to cough or something, maybe raise a hand. <laughs> you have to raise your hand before you cough. If you make me laugh, it starts the cough, you know, like... This is a comedy podcast. Other than that, how are you, my love? I'm feeling better. That's good. I'm not. And I was really, really scared of this movie. Like, I was I was dreading it. I thought it was going to be so scary. And, and it wasn't as scary as I was expecting. So I, I feel better. I think I'll be able to sleep tonight. You only got nabbed with two jump scares the whole movie. Yeah, they tried real hard, though, to get me with some others, but I was kind of, um, I was, I was like, deflecting and, and kind of, like, looking beside the TV so I could still kind of see it but not see it because you could tell when that was going to happen. Right. You so could, you I could, was able to, like, not do it. It was neat, though, because you could tell when it was going to happen, but it didn't happen from where you assumed it was going to happen. What do you mean? Oh, okay. like, from, from, like, what was going to happen? Like, right. Like, what was going to get him? Like... I have it in my notes, and it's later on in the movie, but when he's digging in the wall, you know that there's going to be a jump scare. When he has his whole arm up the wall, and you're like, oh, no, don't stick your arm yeah, up the wall. Yeah, but the thing got him from behind. Yeah, there was just yeah. his daughter. It's like standing behind him. Yeah. yeah. They at least kept it yeah, you unpredictable knew, in you that You know it was way. coming, but you didn't it know was, where. Yeah, like it was obvious it was coming, but they kept it so that it wasn't obvious where it was coming from. Yeah. So we might fuck up some names because we're not really familiar with the cast and the names are foreign names. So we'll try our best, but we're probably going to be using their names from the movie in this one, which is a rare change for us because usually I just say the actors' names. And yeah. if you think I'm going to fuck up the names of the characters in the movie, 
their real names are harder to say. Except for Mark. Mark. Which I'm only going to call him the doctor. Yes. So. Which is fine. And I he's. I have that on my notes. Mark, my doctor. <laughs> he's he's the only one you're familiar with, Matt Smith, right? Yeah. The 11th doctor. Yep. Your favorite doctor. My doctor. Which, like we said, we might start watching Doctor Who again after Supernatural. Okay. Another show we should maybe check out after Supernatural, though, which we're on season 11 of, so we're getting there. There's only, I think, 15 seasons. Almost done. Is Lovecraft Country, which I think is on HBO, but it stars Wunmi Masaku. That's Rial in this movie. She's in that show. Oh, okay. And she was also in Batman v Superman and Fast Fantastic Beasts. Oh. But honestly, I I didn't recognize her. Barely remember either of those movies. Did we go to the theaters to see Fantastic Beasts? Mm-hmm. We covered that. That's the one you were. Oh yeah, that's at. I knitted. And. Surprisingly enough, Batman v Superman was the one I accused you of knitting at. <laughs> so she was in both those movies that we argued about on the mini episode last week. Oh. Just weird. Randomly. Uh props to Javier Botet. He was the Abeth. Okay. He mm. plays a ton of them. He was in like It, The Conjuring. I think he was in Insidious. He plays like creepy monsters and mm-hmm. all that shit. He's gonna be in the new Slenderman. Oh, okay. So he's a he's like a fucking legend at this point. I guess we'll jump into the movie because, like I said, we don't know shit about the cast. You, you didn't say who the dude was, Ball. That's because I don't really know how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. His name is <laughs> Sope Derisu, I think. That's the best I can do. But I didn't really recognize him from anything else. Oh, okay. But that's that's basically the cast. Sorry to call you out like that. That's fine. I gave a warning that I can't pronounce. Yeah these names i probably pronounced the botet guy's name wrong and that's just spanish and i've heard spanish before we're both in a mental fog right now too plus i just can't speak generally (laughs) i'm not only gonna blame my sickness for my inadequacies i was just saying that's added so we start out um you don't really know what the movie's about when you start out because you start out right in the thick of it we start out with they're apparently refugees being loaded onto a truck and then onto a boat, and there's people drowning. And as we're watching this, I was like kind of concerned. I'm like, there is not going to be anything to make jokes about in this movie. Mm-hmm. This seems like heavy duty shit, and a lot of it is. Find out that was a dream, flashback, a flashback, a hallucination, mm-hmm. whatever. It's um not clear what is a hallucination, what is a dream, what is a flashback. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things could be any of them. Yeah. When it's a dream, though, they tend to make it obvious because he <gasps> wakes up from it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they take him, he gets interviewed, I guess, some fucking government bureaucratic dicks are going to interview him and they're going to place him in housing. Mm-hmm. And I remember... So they're in, like, refugee camps at first. Yeah. Which, and that was weird because they're like, you're on, you're on parole. Well, I think they're trying to decide whether they're going to let them integrate into their society or if they're going to send them back. Right, but parole seems like you're a criminal, which is a pretty big theme of this movie. Yeah, but that's what they say here, but you don't know how they use that over there. Right, you're probably right. I just assume that how everyone treats them, they were using parole just like to be cocks. Yeah. Because that's how everybody treats them. So I remember I interviewed for the electrical union years and years and years ago. You remember that? No. No. Well, I had an interview exactly like these people had that interview. Oh, it was exactly like that. I sat like 40 fucking feet away from a group of people that would rather be literally 
anywhere else. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, and they talked down to me. It was nothing but disdain. Like, I Ugh. felt legitimately attacked. Well, I'm glad you didn't get it. Yeah. My friend got it, though, and he's been with him since. And, I mean, this was 10, 15 years ago. This was a long time ago. Wow. So I can feel for these guys in a very, 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 very <laughs> minor way. There was no racism involved because we were all white people. Yes, very minor. Uh, we all were American citizens. Yeah. Very minor. You did have to fight for your life to get there. I'm just you, saying. You had other options. I'm just saying. Uncomfortable okay. scenario. That interview by itself. Yes. The only way you can relate. Gotcha. And I don't understand why everybody's such fucking dickheads, though. Like, right after the interview, they get in a, a van, mm-hmm. and the guy drops him off, and he gets out, and he slams their shit on the ground for no reason in the trash bags. Yeah, they're standing there waiting. He could have handed it to them, but no. Yeah, he, he just throws it right on the, the ground, ground, peels, fucking drives right off. And then the doctor shows them what is, what is it, a dump? Yeah, but he said it was a mansion. Yeah. Well, it's bigger, than his, it's bigger than his house. Yeah, it's bigger than all their houses. Again, it's another... It's usually a place half that size with triple the amount of people in it. Yeah. They get this one all to themselves. Yeah. How generous. Why did they get this all to themselves? Like, I when we if this was starting, I was like, oh, it's because it's haunted. No one else wants to be there. Right. That's what I was thinking, too. But when you, you find out that this thing is following them, it right. wasn't there, and yeah. then they showed up. Yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue why they got it. I think he said it's just luck. Mm. It might have been better if fucking there were other people there. More people to turn the lights on so they yeah. stop trying to kill him. I wonder if the lights didn't work at, like immediately because the lights didn't work when they got there. Yeah. If the app F did that like before they walked in or if the lights happened to not work also. I don't know. So there's a lot of ambient noise. In this town, it's not a great area. It sounds it reminds me of home. Yeah, it sounds exactly <laughs> like where we live. Yeah, if we open the windows at night, that's what we have to hear too. If I don't do the noise reduction properly on the podcast, you'd hear it too. It's quiet out tonight, or it could just be because I can't hear out of my stuffy ears. Maybe you got everybody in the fucking town sick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I at least stayed in our house. There's nobody out. And about because you have gotten them all sick. I'm like lost on like what day it is. Like I thought it had only been a couple days and I just look at my phone a few minutes ago. I'm like, holy shit. I've been sick for so long. Mm-hmm. What, like almost a fucking week? Yeah, I've lost days. Yeah. That's why I wanted to record the podcast even though I'm starting to get sick. Because you're going to lose days. I'm going to start losing days too. <laughs> yeah. It's and- coming. We get our first jump scare, and it got you. It got me. And at this point in time, I just kind of thought Bull was dealing with some PTSD because of the dreams of drowning, the fact their child died a year ago. Mm-hmm. But we got no time for that because we're jumping into the spooky shit. Yeah, it was pretty immediate. Yeah, they got... You start seeing dead people and weird yeah, crap. Yeah, they didn't fuck around, so... Putting your hand in a random hole is like, no. it's such a fucking horror trope. No. Yeah, don't do that. And I am absolutely confident I would never do that. Nope. Hole in the wall, no. Listen, hole we got ground. horsehair plaster walls in our home 
there are some holes. I mean, you put one picture on the wall, which makes a tiny little nail hole, and then you have a million kids like us, and that tiny little nail hole can become a monstrous hole that I have to patch up. Yeah. Like, that. I have never once been like, let me stick my face in this hole. Yeah, let's see what's up there. <laughs> no! And there aren't even spooky things happening. No! Not gonna happen. And they got you... They got you with another jump scare, like, right away. Yeah, that's when I knew I needed to start bracing <clears throat> myself. You were going to keep marking on that page, and that's being ridiculous. They tricked you, though, because th- you thought, like, he had his arm up in the hole. You're like, oh, God, here comes the jump scare. Here comes the jump scare. They're going to grab his arm. And they didn't. There was a motherfucker behind him yep. that scared you. They got me. And that was the last of them. Nothing else got you in this movie. No, I told you I was we watching, like, side-eye. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job. So nobody seems impressed with the neighbors, the new neighbors, least of all the crazy cat lady. Yeah. Who eventually just tells him to leave. Yeah. Which. You should just leave. I wonder if she was giving him advice. I think she was. Well, look at him. He was obviously going crazy. Yeah, I think she was telling him to become like an illegal immigrant. Yeah, I think she was telling him to run. Yeah. Not like go back home. Because they were going to send him home. Yeah. She was telling him to run. Which leads me to believe it's not her first rodeo there. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's why the house was in such disrepair. Like there was pizza left there and shit. Because those people ran. Yeah. And they just left everything there. And that's why there was furniture out front. Yeah. And rotting food because they left and then they're like, oh shit. So then they put them right back in there. Mm-hmm. I thought the guy at the church was going to be a dick to ball. Didn't you? Yeah, I didn't know what he wanted, but it seemed not good. Hey, you one of those refugees? Yeah, I got that's, something for you. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oi. Don't do that oi. again. <laughs> oi. There was no ois. No, yeah, there was one oi. That little kid um ran up to the lady and he goes, Oi. Oh yeah. So yeah. there was one oi. Oi, oi, oi. But now he just wanted to show him some soccer. I think he gave him some shit too in that box. Yeah, there was a box and stuff. There was like, like, some sewing supplies and, and shit in there. Mm-hmm. So that was nice of him. Weirdly, I tried to get into the English Premier League years ago. Like, they were making this big push for Americans to start watching English Premier League soccer. And you tried to watch it? Yeah, I tried to get into it for a couple weeks. And I chose Stoke City. That's the team that they were watching on there Stoke City, the Potters. Okay. Um, and my favorite player was Peter Crouch. The guy they were singing the song about. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. I chose um, Stoke City. Well, I was going to write a series on like trying to get into soccer as an American that's never watched soccer. Write it for what? Remember that um, oh, yeah, blog the, I used to write on? Blog, yeah. yeah, I was writing it for that. And I picked Stoke City because they reminded me the most of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh. Which is not great. Like an underdog? Not like just, yeah, Underdog is a word. It's not very good. And I do believe that now they have been relegated out of the English Premier League. Like the Pirates should probably be relegated out of Major League Baseball. It would be like sending the Pirates to the minor league. That's how they do it oh, okay. in England. Just put them down. Yeah. not Might not be the worst place for the Pirates some years. They're going to come back. They are. I have faith in them. 
In our I, lifetime, hopefully. I predicted 69 wins this year. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so there's crazy shit in the walls, and one thing you never want to do in an old house is tear down the wallpaper. Because it is a fucking nightmare. But it didn't really matter that much for him because he was just going to pound holes in the walls with a hammer anyway. Right. Yeah, he ended up just ripping the walls down. And his wife was so understanding. She just cleaned that shit up. What would you do if I tore down all the wallpaper in house and just left it there for you? Oh, to I would be sweep? so pissed. Like, so pissed. Like, you wouldn't have to stab me to bring back your dead daughter. You no. would fucking just stab yeah, me out dead. of pure rage. Uh-huh. Okay. Plus, I do the home repairs here, not you, so don't fuck with my shit. You're right. And, hey, that's fine by me. Yeah, but you still get grumpy, too. You don't want to do it, but you don't want to see me do it. It depends what you're doing. It depends how much shit's changing. You're like, I want all this stuff fixed, but do it so gradual that I barely notice. I don't want to see any of the mess it makes, and do not ask me to do anything to help. <clears throat> and it needs to be done before I get home from work. What's the problem here? You don't think you're a little unreasonable? Yes, I do. Okay. But you knew about my unreasonableness when you married me. I didn't know about that. What do you mean? We were together for years before we got married. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, you bought the whole fucking package. You got to take the sort of bad with the fucking awesome... So I thought they were both having flashbacks, and I thought that was a good thing, because at least it's not just him spiraling out of control. That means there actually is a fucking problem, because up until that point, I kind of thought it was just him losing yeah. his fucking mind. And also, what I found weird, uh, outside of the doctor, the doctor, and the cat lady, it's like only children in that neighborhood. Yeah. There's a kid kicking the ball, there's the oi kid, there's those three racist against black people, black kids. You're right. There was not very many adults. No, I think there was one that they said, hey, there's the Queen of England. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was just an old white lady. <laughs> yeah, little old white lady walking around, confused. Like, I, it was so jarring when those black kids told her to go back to Africa. I was like, what the what the fuck is going on? How are they, are they racist too? But it's just, they're refugees and refugees aren't just accepted. Right. Anywhere. No. Apparently, especially in England, in the poor community. But I think that's why they're not allowed to get jobs, because... They're not legal. Well, no, not even that. It's They don't want the people of England thinking refugees are coming in and stealing their jobs, right. so they won't let them work. Right. We have an apple rolling into the wall, and it at least told me that it was a haunted house. And not just both of them having psychological issues. And she sat there and had a conversation with the thing. Yes. And that makes it impossible for them to leave the house. Like, this whole situation makes it impossible for them to leave. The situation they're in, coming from the Sudan as refugees. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many haunted house movies, and I'm like, just, just fucking move. Yeah. These people can't move. Yeah, they can't leave. And I think that it highlights, like, the plight... A lot of refugees and immigrants in general have. People are already looking to reject them. As you can see from every interaction they have with every single person in this movie, they're looking for them to get lost. At best, they are tepid about accepting them. Mm -hmm. Like, 
uh, Mark, the doctor, Matt Smith. Yeah. He was... He was hopeful. Yeah. He wasn't awful like everyone else. Yeah. But, like, when you're in that situation, you can't even ask for help. Like, because when he did finally ask for help... He was threatened with... Yeah. Yeah. Like what you'll have now or you're... We're going to take everything from you. Yeah. So she goes... I'm sure sure a lot of them actually feel that way, too. Like, knowing what they came from, Mm -hmm. they can survive anything here. Yeah. That's pretty much what the wife's attitude was when she's like, do you think I'm scared of spooky things in the night after what I've seen? Right. So, they're really stuck between a rock and a hard place. You know, that's how I was able to deal with you and all of your... um, not so good parts. My picadillos. Your what? Picadillos. What's a picadillo? I think that's like the word for not so good parts. Oh. What? When, oh. What I, what, from what I came from. Oh. I could deal with any of your shit. Could you imagine if I said that to you? Like, it's okay because you're saying it to me, but if I was like, oh, well, think of where you were before me. I'm not that bad. That'd be very rude. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. I meant the person that I was with treated me so horribly that your little quirks were nothing. I can deal with anything. Yeah, I think my... You are just a good person. Also, I think my quirks are sometimes endearing. (laughs) No. A little? Okay. Maybe like two. Don't lie on the podcast. (laughs) So she goes into this cool story. About the Apeth. 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 Okay. Sorry. But I thought that story was really cool, and she was completely right, mm-hmm. because, I mean, it wasn't really a story. The fucking Apeth confirmed that, hey, this is what's going on. Yep. But we still didn't really know what's going on. I thought at this point in time, because she said the Apeth comes for a man because he stole, and I was like, did they steal something? Right, and then he, she said he stole something, and he would come for him until he made it right. Like right, he gave it back, or he made it right. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, did they steal something, or right. is that like another allegory? Like, because they this is not the life they're supposed to have. They were supposed to stay there and like, right, and f- fight and die. Right. And well, not get this new start. Sort of, but I was <clears throat> thinking like. Because I still wasn't completely sure that the Apeth or whatever was from them or if maybe it was the fucking cat lady next door or anything. Oh, like, like it wasn't their Apeth. No, like maybe the cat lady next door was a witch or something and she didn't like the refugees so she was putting a curse on them. Oh. And I thought maybe... But he thought it was a curse for a little bit there too. That's why he burned everything. Right. I thought maybe they were going to go with like... Someone in the neighborhood is a witch, and how they're stealing is stealing jobs and welfare and housing from the people that already live there. Hmm. I kind of thought that's where this movie was going. You went too deep. Yeah. Like, society and their neighbors see them as thieves because they're refugees taking services from the people that live there. Well, that's what Americans would think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of Brits probably would, too. We're not so dissimilar. So that random head we saw earlier was their child. Well, at least at this point, we thought it was their child. Right. 
and their child tried to stab him to death, which I thought was extreme in the moment. <laughs> Not as much anymore. Yeah. But we'll get there. And we were talking about Supernatural. Bo must watch a lot of Supernatural because he immediately thought, cursed object, got to burn it. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he's doing. Pour a little fucking salt on it. I don't think he used salt. No, maybe. But he did burn it. I thought he started that fire a little too quickly, but you said he took it from the stove, so. I think he took it from the stove, but yes. It was a very, it went up in flames very fast. He even ripped her necklace off. Yes, he ripped her necklace off, even though she begged him to not take everything from her. Right. Which you missed how she got it back. I did, and I saw, it's weird because you were explaining the whole scene to me. I'm like, yeah, I saw all that, but I did not see, say the name, child's name. Nyagak. Nyagak. Give her the necklace back. I'm not sure if you're supposed to put the emphasis on the knee or the ah, so it's either Nyagak or Nyagak. Yeah, I think it's Nyagak. <clears throat> I think that's what you said. One thing, I, one thing I loved about this movie is how it was shot. Like, everything outside is bright and everything in the house is dark. Yeah. So I like that. And when she was trying to go to the doctor and she was, like, caught in that maze... It was super frantic, and the music in this movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. The score is really good. It's super eerie, like, the whole time. Well, the whole time it's supposed to be eerie. I really like the style of the movie. I don't. Wow. So the ver- their version of social services is little help. They also think that the refugees are stealing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. His house is bigger than mine. Like, six people said that in this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, he's living in Buckingham Palace. Right, but it was such a dump. Yeah. I mean, if you live in a bigger dumpster than someone else, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then, I used to work in a bank until they sent my job overseas. There's another one. And did you hear when they left his house after the inspection... The fat one that was with the doctor. They were talking to each other outside. Yeah, he said she she's wearing her bed sheets. Yeah. They're so fucking racist, everybody in this movie. Except <clears throat> except Mark. Because he seems like he didn't want to report them. He seemed, Well, he's like, the doctor. He's he's seen Yeah, he's seen much worse. Yeah. But yeah, he seemed to have the most empathy in the movie. And it wasn't a terrible amount of it. No. So they leave. Dude just got in trouble for breaking the walls in the window. So he immediately gets to breaking all the fucking windows. And I didn't... Locking her in. That's not what I thought at first. I was like, why is he doing that? (laughs) Is first what I thought. (laughs) And then when she escaped, I was like, oh, he's trying to keep her in. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't know if he was trying to... I didn't know if he was trying to trap the fucking Apeth or what. But I did not think he was trying to keep her in. That's abusive shit. And the Apeth could only affect Bull in his dreams like Freddy Krueger. Yep. So I didn't quite understand why all he had to do was cut himself and then the thing could affect him. Maybe that's some lore. If they spill their own blood, then the fucking Apeth can climb inside of him. Well, he said at the end he had to let it inside before he could start to deal with it. Okay, that's a good one. You're right. He had to open himself up to yes, what he to did. his past. Yes. It could not open him. It, he had to open himself. Or, I mean, 
it told her she could do it. Yeah. <laughs> force it down him, I guess. Yeah, force force him to deal with his past. So she escaped right into a hallucination of what seems like an unlike unlikely welcome home party. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that that was just something that happened in her past mm-hmm. because all those people ended up fucking dead. And, and he came and hid, saved her. She hid in some... Must have been bulletproof because everyone else yeah, got shot Yeah, it was like a desk. Death. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was wondering, I'm like, why doesn't she have that fucking necklace on that she just got back? And that's when I figured out that that was actually a flashback from the past. Yeah, was it wasn't a hallucination confused. from now. That's the only thing that gave it away, though. So this hallucination knocked my fucking dick in the dirt because this motherfucker stole that little girl like Billy Zane from the Titanic yep. to get on a goddamn lifeboat. Yep. That blew my fucking mind. That's that's exactly what I was thinking as he was doing it. Like that's just like that dick from the Titanic. I have a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the I'm the only thing she's got. <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. Yeah. They don't even fucking speak the same language. Yeah. Oh. But I didn't really get why she was so upset like it was her daughter. Did she was it just guilt or what? I don't know. I mean, when they were traveling together, she was holding her hand and she told her she was going to protect her. So I think she was acting motherly toward her because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Whereas he was just like, well, it got me on the fucking on the bus. Boat, the bus. I almost said boat. Well, <laughs> like, it did get him on the boat, too, because he wouldn't yeah. have got to the boat without the bus. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that's why. And I'm, I'm sure she felt super guilty because her fucking husband stole a child. I mean, what does that do? To your opinion of your husband. Yeah. How would you feel if I did that? Pretty shitty, right? Yeah. The the curse is really only on Ball, though, because the witch asked him to kill himself and her to kill him. So it is only his curse. That's positive. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if they would have completely went through with it if she would have gotten the girl back. Something tells me probably not. Also, very hard time explaining that to your fucking caseworker. My daughter's back. Y- yeah. Shit's probably not going to go good for you. You're going to lose that child. After that came out and they show what happened to them in Africa, it made a lot of sense why the guy was so keen to forget everything about being African. He didn't want her to fucking speak their native language. He didn't want her to eat with the bread. He wanted her to use silverware. Mm -hmm. Get out. That made a little more sense. He got himself a nice fucking polo shirt, which he immediately got blood on and then... He wore that bloody polo. It looked like he was shopping at Old Navy. Yeah, their version of Old Navy. Uh Yeah, Yeah, um, he wore that fucking bloody polo shirt to complain to his caseworker about the rats in his house. Yep. And to his credit, caseworker didn't even mention the blood on his shirt. Nope. Just fucking ignored it. I thought, like, I thought for sure she was washing the knife in that sink. Yeah, I thought she grabbed it. Sounded like she grabbed it. But I guess it was him grabbing it. Yeah, he grabbed it. And he did it to himself. You know what they call that in movies? A redemption arc. Something Sweet Home Alabama didn't have. Oh, my God. Let it go. She realized it's not her daughter and saved her husband's life. He sacrificed everything and redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I like some gory shit. But watching that fucking monster crawling into his arm yeah, was, was unsettling. Yeah, that's gross. And I was like, oh, God, that's gross. And then they cut away. And then they came back, and it was way worse. I'm like, oh, God, what's uh, it's still happening? Yeah. I expected him to be wearing that motherfucker by now. Yeah, it was really gross. 
But she covered it up with a nice rug, so. <laughs> yeah, the hole in the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? Not really. Really? It, it feels like it, they were trying to go, like, too deep. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I like it. What movie did you feel like oh. it compared to? Uh, The Babadook. Yeah. Because um, The Babadook was essentially just a long allegory on grief and trying to overcome it and tackle it and facing it and letting it in. Yeah, it was scarier, though. The Babadook was fucking scary. Yeah, The Babadook was scary. But this movie was not necessarily an allegory on grief. I think it was more an allegory on survivor's guilt. I can see that. And don't fucking steal anyone else's kid. Yeah. Well, that's guilt. That guilt. <laughs> but I think it's more than that because if it was just about him stealing the kid and the girl dying, they would have been the only two. But at the end, you see rooms full of refugees and they were the people that died on the boat and they were the people that died in the massacre and all yeah. that shit. And they were all there. So That's definitely the survivor's guilt. Yeah, yeah I think it's about survivor's guilt and I really liked it. Like when when it ended, I was like, I like that enough. But the more I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. This is clever. I like this. It was all right. It was not necessarily the best for creating a comedic review of a movie. Yeah, because it was this pretty not, serious. This is not gonna be very funny. But we can we can. I have a couple in mind that I'm sure will lend themselves better. Okay. So, was it it wasn't as scary as you expected? No. It was it was weird. It was odd. There were some jump scares. Not exactly scary. They I they tried they they tried to make it too deep. I think What do I want to say here? Of course, I am used to your shallow slasher shit too, oh. so <laughs> Like, oh, the truck is alive and going to kill me. I Let me run upstairs. I like that it's a different take on a fucking haunted house movie. Mm -hmm. It's not the typical, oh my God, it's possessed fucking haunted house, blah, blah, blah. We can't leave because then we'd leave. Yeah, well, this, this would follow. This put a new spin and on it. couldn't leave. Yeah. It put a new spin on it. And there's not exactly a bunch of fucking movies about refugees and what they're going through. And to roll that in the, like, this is... Just a horror film, basically. Mm -hmm. It's not like a drama with horror elements. This is a fucking horror movie. And I thought it was cool how they built it around that. Quick question. Uh, she kept saying they need to go back to make it right. Um, where that thing clearly told them both the only way to make it right was he had to give his life Right. For the child. Right. Why did she keep spouting off that she needed to go back home then? I don't know. Like, how that wouldn't make it right. Maybe. Unless he, they'd go back and he'd just die. Maybe. That might be it. Maybe he had to go back and pay for his sins. I mean, why the fuck does she need to go back then? I think she kind of wanted to go back. I think she was homesick. She didn't fit in there. Plus felt guilty. Yeah. But in the end, it's their house his house there i say welcome to my house it's not your house it's his house it's flo rida's house <laughs> all right what do you think it got on rotten tomatoes 
You know, Rotten Tomatoes is stupid, so I don't know. Just give me a number then. Ballpark it. 60. 100%. Really? Yeah. Everybody likes this fucking movie. Weird. I didn't hate it. So where do you rank it? You didn't almost hit yourself in the head with it. You did hit yourself in the head with it. I have a paper cut on my forehead. All right, what do I got so far? I got Monster Squad, Books of Blood. See, I don't even remember this shit. Monster Squad, Books of Blood, Gremlins, The Grudge, Gremlins 2. The Grudge was so scary. It was. It was scarier than this. But Gremlins has that nostalgia. I think I'm going to put it in between. In between Gremlins and The Grudge. So wait, you have Gremlins way above Gremlins 2? Wow. I watched Gremlins when I was a child. I love him. You love them. If no, I don't love all of them. I only love the one Gremlin. You love... What's his stupid name? Gizmo. Gizmo? Yeah. And the Flasher Gremlin. No, you love the Flasher Gremlin. Outside, I don't. Outside of Gizmo... <laughs> The Flasher Gremlin is the only one that's in both movies. Uh-huh. That opens up a weird dichotomy for me because every Gremlin died. died in the first movie. Does he just always spawn? I don't know. Hmm. I wonder. This is not the time to wonder that. It's always the time to wonder about Gremlin's continuity. All right, well, Carolyn liked it enough. What do you think? Like three out of five stars? Mediocre? Middle of the pack? For me? Yeah. Two. Two? Yeah. Wow. You're a tough fucking critic. I, the more I talk about it, fucking loved it. An hour ago, I was like, eh, it was okay. Now I'm like, oh, cool. I really do fucking dig this movie. The more I think about it. I really liked it. It's so weird. I think everybody should watch it. Well, I'm kind of well, glad we're recording tonight then, because by tomorrow you're going to be fucking it. Oh, yeah. Fucking the movie. <laughs> Jizzing all over Netflix. I'll leave you two alone. Yeah, we you thought about watching pirate porn together. Together. <laughs> anyway, I think you should watch it. I think you'll like it. Hopefully they already did because we gave everything away. Yeah, we spoiled podcast. everything. And honestly, pretty much every jump scare I think was in the trailer. Yeah, I think so. The trailer, the, the trailer, trailer was scary. The trailer was as scary as the entire movie. Yeah. Somehow. But no, I I think the biggest plot twist was that that wasn't their daughter and he stole her. Like, right. And if that would have been in the trailer, so they'd be like, okay, well, I ain't watching this. Didn't watch the movie first. There's really no point in watching it now. But I mean, it fucking blows you away when it happens. You're like, oh shit. Because they never even hint that nope. that is a possibility. I know. Yeah, it's. Well, there was a hint when he said we can start a family. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, that hit me wrong. Yeah. I didn't like that, how the way he said that to her. Now we can start a family. Like, motherfucker, you had a family. Yeah. She's dead. Also, the. And she immediately was like. <clears throat> You're so quick to forget about your daughter. And he yeah. freaking puts his hand over her mouth. Yeah. Like, We've grieved enough. Yeah, I, that was weird to me. The whole we can start a family thing wasn't as weird, I guess, because I'm not a mother or something. Maybe that's a woman thing would pick up on that. Yeah, when he said that, like I was like, oh. But if you picked up like that. if you picked up on it like that, <clears throat> the director put it in there like that on purpose. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, I didn't catch that. But I 
did think it was odd how he said we grieved enough when I'm like, nah, probably not because you're still alive and you can never grieve the loss of a child enough. So no, but I think that's about it. Yep. Um, I got to do my homework for next week. Yeah, I got to do my <clears> homework <throat> too. You'll be sounding like this and I'll be sounding normal. Hopefully week. by then I feel better. <clears throat> oh, I feel better. I'm just like, it's still like my snot is like waterboarding me constantly. That's cool. <clears throat> it's just like draining all over the place and it's great. That sounds so hot. Awesome. That's we, what you have to look forward to. We do not have to share blankets tonight. What? You'll be snotting all over me if we share blankets. I have been snotting all over those blankets for six days. That's probably how you got sick. Oh. Well, I've been keeping a pillow. I, I steal I've been keeping your a pillow. pillow perimeter between us. No, I steal your pillow after you go to work almost every day. What the fuck? I put the perimeter there to keep myself safe. Well, that perimeter is snot covered. <laughs> Sorry. So you dropped a fucking biological weapon on my perimeter. Listen, on my if defenses. you don't want to catch my cold, don't sleep in my bed when I'm sick. First off, our bed. Well, it's our bed, so I can snot all over it. But you, you don't I have to. I couldn't help it. It was literally just pouring out of my face. You committed biological warfare against it me. It wasn't on purpose. I laid wherever my body let me rest the best, and your pillows were just more comfy. Plus, if. If the snot is all on the on the left side, I have to lay on the right side. If it's on the right side, then I have to lay on the left side. And so when it was time for me to lay on that side and you weren't there, I had lots of space. A lot of fucking snot talk. We love you. I love you I'm too. Sorry I got you sick. It's fine. I'll survive. I'll make you chicken soup. Probably not. I don't even like can. chicken soup. Um, I'll make you a quesadilla. Do you know what I eat when I'm sick? Cereal. Cereal. Yeah. Bowls of cereal. If you eat bowls of cereal when you're sick like a fucking weirdo, tell me on Twitter because I want to know who else does that. It's really weird. Like that, You shouldn't drink milk when you're sick. I will throw up and then 15 minutes later eat a bowl of cereal. Oh my God. That is the worst. It's the worst thing you can eat when you're sick. It's all I want when I'm sick is bowls of cereal, <clears throat> specifically <throat> Frosted Flakes. Is that what you had when you were a kid? I don't remember what I had when I was kid. No, I think my mom would make me chicken noodle soup or ramen. And you don't like it? No, I do like it, but I literally said I no. Make I mean, I I, I like said I don't like it. I like the cans of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Good, because that's all I know how to make. I was thinking the chicken noodle soup that I make. I can't make that. You make that. I make that for I you. I have like a list of like a uh, eight meals that I make. Yes, and quesadillas pretty high up on the list. I see. So you can make those for me when I'm sick tomorrow. <clears throat> anyway, I can't believe we've been doing this for over 40 minutes. Sorry. Because I'm sick I'm and dying. Um, I love you all. <laughs> you don't even tell people you love them. Why do you do that? If if I say, I love you all. Oh, then it's okay. Yeah. You, you just can't say, I love you. I can't look at like another human being besides you or the children and say, I love you. I can't look somebody in the eyes and tell them that. My mama, she tricks you sometimes. I never look at her and say it, Because <laughs> if I was looking at her, she wouldn't be able to trick me. Because I'd be paying attention. She has to get me when I'm like playing a fucking video game or something. Oh, yeah, guys, I beat Spider-Man. Woo-hoo. <clears throat> All right, we got to end this. All right, bye. Bye.